0: This is the Ignition Point, Clayton Bradley Academy's podcast, where every day we work with students to help them excel through critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and use of life skills and lifelong guidelines. Today's podcast is a special podcast that is directed towards our annual fund that occurs every fall, and um, that's when we launch it. But there's a dinner associated with it that happens every fall as well, and so this podcast is featuring that annual fund dinner and auction, and we hope that you will join in and help us with our annual fund goals this year. We'd like to welcome to the podcast today, uh, Don Bruce. He is the our board chair for the Innovative Education Partnership, and that's the board that is connected to Clayton Bradley Academy. And so we want to welcome Don Bruce to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Kendall. It's great to be here.
0: So you have been part of CBA really from the very beginning and people that have heard you speak have probably heard you talk a little bit about that. But for people that might be listening to this that haven't heard you speak before, um, kind of touch on that. How did you get involved with Clayton Bradley Academy? I mean, when you came in, there was nothing here. There was no building, you know, that wasn't maybe what people would see today if they came by the school. So what, uh, when did you come in? What, what caused you to say, I wanna partner with that and not just partner with that as a parent, um, but really partner with it at a, at a higher level to become part of the board and then eventually the the board chair.
1: Well, I appreciate that question. It, it uh, has been quite an adventure with IEP, Innovative Education Partnership, which goes back actually a couple of years before Clayton Bradley Academy. So I trace my involvement back to the original effort to create a charter school in Blount County. And I was living in Walland at the time and had a particular interest in this upstart effort that was headed by some uh, passionate families and Pat Bradley to add something new and exciting to the educational landscape in Blount County. And so, you know, we went forward to a meet and greet for parents. And at the time, it was so exciting to think about Blount County owning a STEM-focused charter school. And I wanted to be involved. I wanted to contribute my background and my skills and for those who haven't had a chance to get to know me in my day job i'm a professor of economics at the university of tennessee i direct the boyd center for business and economic research we are involved in all sorts of education related and other research projects but you know it was near and dear to our hearts to support this effort in any way that we could and i jokingly told pat bradley that day back in what must have been 2011 that I had heard that board members could get their kids into the charter school without having to be in the lottery. And so I jokingly (laughs) said, sign me up for board membership. If you need anyone,
0: you gotta be careful what you say.
1: you know it and you know the people we're working with and so it was not a matter of days that went by when i got a phone call asking if i was serious about that and and I, I became serious very quickly not because i necessarily wanted to get annie into the school um and she's been at clayton bradley since the day it opened in 2013 but really because i was passionate about this effort and i thought what a great grassroots effort to create something amazing in Blount county um, you know, fast forward, the charter effort was eventually not successful for lots of reasons. And I'm really grateful that it wasn't successful. Um, you know, failure is an educational opportunity and it certainly was for us. And we decided to take this, uh, to the independent school side of the world and started having conversations with folks, you know, and in that time, the board, uh, found it within themselves to somehow elect me chair <laughs> uh, became chair i think in 2012 and then i don't know a few months later we got serious about starting a, an independent school in blount county that would be even better than we had ever allowed ourselves to dream back in the charter school days and so here we are in year 10. it's yeah. it's amazing to, to hear that out loud and to say it out loud but 10 years of clayton bradley academy is something that just, uh, I'm very emotional about that. Very proud of the work that you and and Pat Bradley and and really the entire school family have done. And and we certainly can't leave Kevin Clayton and Clayton Holmes out of this conversation either. I mean, this this isn't possible without all of those pieces working together. And it's been an honor of mine to be involved since the very beginning.
0: Yeah, and that's a a very unique uh, relationship. It's one that we haven't really talked a whole lot about on the podcast of this relationship between us and the clayton family but also clayton holmes and and having a a business really partner with us in the way that clayton holmes has partnered with us is is one that that i have yet to see somewhere i've seen you know some independent schools that have you know some regular contributors and that sort of thing but the business partnership that we have with clayton holmes is is very unique and and you know how that all came about and set up uh, would be a, a whole conversation on another day Um, You know, I know from Pat Bradley sitting and talking to her, and I'm biased in this because, you know, she is my boss, but um, it doesn't take a long conversation for you to see her passion, for you to see her dream, for you to see why, you know, she was so involved in in wanting to open Clayton Bradley Academy. When you were talking to her as a prospective parent, and then as you've had these interactions being the, the board chair, what... I guess what was it that drew you to saying, you know, that is the dream that I want for my child to be involved in. That's the, the dream I want my family to be connected to. What, what was that?
1: Well, I, I've referred to Pat Bradley as a maverick in the past, and I mean that in the most positive way possible. What really impressed me most about Pat Bradley was that she – Plays by no set of rules when it comes to school administration Mm. and her vision for clayton bradley really was unique it wasn't beholden to the models that we had seen out there for public schools or public charter schools or private schools or religiously affiliated schools this was going to be done the pat bradley way which i have come to to know and respect as a much broader concept it's a highly effective teaching way it's a it's a very student centered brain centered way of teaching kids in a safe and inclusive environment that maximizes our opportunities to change human lives
0: Mm. and
1: when i got to see that firsthand and hear pat talk about her vision i knew this was going to be a successful effort and i'm sure that kevin clayton would say exactly the same thing it was pat's involvement that got us really off the couch and really strongly involved in this effort from the very beginning
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's why I said it it doesn't take long of a conversation for you to see uh, something different and for you to hear something different in the realm of education um, with the way Pat talks. And, you know, you'd mentioned that this started as like this charter uh, effort idea and then flipped over to this independent school model. And and being an independent school means that we get no federal funding. Um, It also means that we get no state funding. And we've been uh, very careful in in how we accept funds and and what funds we accept that would impact the model of education that we're just talking about. You know that that there there are dollars sometimes out there that you accept them, but you accept them at a price, meaning you're going to have to play uh, in essence by somebody else's rules um, instead of being able to do education the way that brain-based research says that that would be most effective. And so part of that means that we also have to to raise funds. I mean, you know, the tuition dollars that our kids pay are great towards our bottom line, but you know as well as I do, that that doesn't cover all of the money that it would take to actually run a school um, the way that that CBA runs. And so you've been part of those fundraising efforts as the board, you've been part of those fundraising efforts as a parent as well, uh, and we've got our annual fund that's coming up. For those that are listening to this on the release date, that our annual fund is, the next day Um, but there's always times all throughout the year there's always times for you to give into the annual fund it's not just a one-day thing that you can give into that but what what would you say to those that maybe they're wondering like how do how does this work maybe they're like well I pay tuition so why would I have to pay any more dollars or why would the school need any more dollars Um, what what's been your thoughts on that as you've kind of seen this happen through the last ten years
1: Well, I I go back to the basic notion that literally every student on campus at Clayton Bradley Academy is on some kind of scholarship. And I know people don't necessarily like to hear that, but we are intentional about keeping tuition low. And let me talk about that for just a minute. We're fortunate to have the support that we have. We've been surrounded by a very generous community of donors since the very beginning of the school. And that allows us to keep that tuition on an annual basis really quite low relative to our industry peers mm-hmm. we want to challenge ourselves to compete with the very best independent schools in the country and our tuition is a fraction of what is being charged at uh, at similarly excellent schools across the nation we do that because we've never had an interest in being exclusive we want the doors at clayton bradley academy to be open to any student who could benefit from this really uh, innovative educational model, and and that's a great thing on the surface, but that comes with the responsibility to fill that gap. And so every student is on some kind of scholarship. The average cost of educating a child at Clayton Bradley Academy is much higher than the annual tuition that we collect from families on a per-child basis. It's a it's a value. I'm an economist. I, I speak in terms of value added. We 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 charge you a certain price and then we give you value that's uh, that's worth a lot more than that and the annual fund every year is our chance to own the success of the school as families who have children there as uh, members of the of the public who want to see the school be successful it is our opportunity to say this school will be as successful as we decide it will be And so that's what we do. We ask everyone around the school family. We ask our members of of the board. We ask our faculty and staff. We ask our donor community. We ask folks who just drive by on an occasional basis, (laughs) please step forward and help us close the gap between revenues and expenditures such that we can be the best Clayton Bradley Academy that we can be. And I'm proud to say that in 10 years. Uh, this has been a very successful effort for us. we've We've re- uh, reached levels of, of fundraising that I never thought possible. Uh, and we hope that'll continue here in year 10. We've got an ambitious goal and we're pretty far along the way of meeting that goal right now. I'm really excited to see where this uh, this annual fund campaign takes us this year.
0: And the annual fund dinner and auction is is, like I said, really kind of a kickoff to our annual fund efforts. And so it is called the annual fund because it's a fund that we wanna pay into every year, but it's not a one night fund where if you miss this opportunity, you can't pay into it. And we do all kinds of different things throughout the year to to try to help people remember that, that they can still give. And we want it to be a, a whole community effort of everybody that can and, and giving something towards uh, that goal. That's one of the things even as a staff that we push towards. Um, with everybody of we wanna be at 100% involvement in the annual fund. And, and we give a couple different ways for our faculty and staff to do that, but um, typically every year we will hit that before the, the end of the year of every member of our faculty and staff believing in this enough to say we'll we'll contribute. This isn't just a place that we go to work every day, but this is a place also that we believe in the model that's being taught and, and believe in the results that can happen. Um, so what would you say to, a uh, family that is considering like you know should i give to the annual fund should i not give to the annual fund or how much you know how i'm maybe i'm maybe i don't have a whole lot to give to the annual fund what what would you say to that
1: i would say that every single contribution matters there is no such thing as a gift that's too small. And what I'm really proud of, uh, and I think it's a function of the sponsorships that we have from the likes of Clayton Holmes and Pilot and Joseph Construction and Massey Electric and Johnson Architecture, the Sudman Foundation, Rational Packaging, Servoplex, and just the, the list goes on and on. The sponsors we have have stepped up to make sure that every dollar given by an individual for this campaign will stay at Clayton Bradley Academy. There is no overhead. There is no skim off for expenses. That's all been covered by our sponsorships. Uh, And so what I would say to a family is, first of all, think about what you can afford. Uh, Think about how important it is to you that the school be a truly excellent school and contribute according to your means, at any amount, $5, $20. $20,000, whatever you can afford, we will be grateful to receive. Um, But I would say if you're looking for a target, I think the industry average is something on the order of $1,000 per child. Uh, So in other words, annual fund campaigns at our peer institutions typically raise around $1,000 per student. If we did that right now, we would raise almost a half a million dollars. Right that's well above the goal that we've set we've set a more modest goal because we want to we want to encourage giving what i want to make sure people understand is this is not an event that's reserved for the wealthy or the well-heeled individuals who can only give you know the four and five figure contributions the annual fund is built on a large number of good solid meaningful contributions at any level Uh, i think we've been fortunate to see the number of donors grow from a few dozen in year one to a few hundred in year nine. Uh, And that's just been really impressive to me. It it matters more to me that everybody have some involvement in the annual fund campaign than it matters in terms of what you give. Uh, Just to be honest. I'm just so grateful to be able to tell people in the community that we have such an impressive annual fund giving effort in the Clayton Bradley family. And I'm really proud, let me just put it in a plug. I'm really proud at the way that our faculty and staff step up for this campaign every year. And they have a legitimate argument that they give to the school every single day. Absolutely. And I want to acknowledge those contributions, yourself included, Kendall. I mean, you all, uh, well, there's no way we can pay you what you're worth. And yet here you are coming to work every day and then dipping into your pockets to contribute to the annual fund it's an emotional feeling for me i'm so proud to be able to to, to thank you personally but also to to tell other people hey we're serious about this at clayton bradley and we're proud of it
0: yeah and you know the the there's other ways that, that people get involved here depending on what their passion is we have um a golf tournament that you know you golf in i know every year that helps specifically scholarship dollars um that we see a lot of fun with and, and if you're listening to this you need to look, you need to look for that in may uh, it's it's always in may and and we have a, a fun time out on the farm uh over at Iguani farms uh hitting golf balls i I'm. I always tell my team that I'm comedic relief. I'm not uh, going to win anything out there, but we're going to have a, a, a lot of fun. And and that event has been great. Last year we started the uh, 5K, and well, last year was kind of the first year live 5K. We did a virtual 5K, you know, as we went through the pandemic. But um, you know, 5K that goes to sports dollars, you know, to help with those kind of activities as well. And there are a ton of things at, at CBA that that. People, when they see us maybe from the outside or they read about us, they think about us being a STEM school, which we are. Um, we believe in the integration of science, technology, engineering, and math in um, everything that that our kids are learning. But there is a really robust uh, related arts department here uh, from chorus to strings to art. Um, we've seen kids go on and use all of those things as they've left CBA and gone on to colleges and universities. We've seen them go to art schools. We've seen them continue their strings performances after they leave. We've seen them continue uh, chorus performances after they leave. Um, when you have sat and watched in nine years, ten years, this is 10, year ten, and you've been you've been on stage at every graduation except I think one. Uh, did you was it one that you missed because of a conflict or something? And, you're you're always, you've been there, you've seen our kids graduate, you've seen, you know, you've heard stories of what they're going on to do. Um, But you've also been here with, you know, a second grader and a fourth grader and a sixth grader, you know, as, as your kid has progressed. When you look back at this, what are, what would you say you're most proud of to say, you know, when I got into this, you know, I wasn't necessarily sure what I was getting into, but I believed in it. And looking back, man, this is, this is something I'm proud that I can say I was a part of this to some degree.
1: Oh, there's so many layers to that. I appreciate the question It has been really a labor of love for me and a personal labor of love, knowing that my own daughter has been a beneficiary of all of this. Um, And I did hate to miss that one commencement last year due to uh, a conflict, but I I will continue and and be be at commencement, certainly through Annie's graduation in a few (laughs) years. But the thing that I am honestly most proud of And and I'll start with this, I've got a few in mind, but the first thing that comes to my mind is the impact that we have had on individual student lives. And I've seen it happen. I've seen kids come into the school who were struggling in a previous school environment and literally every graduate we've had thus far, I think has started somewhere else uh, and come into Clayton Bradley and you see immediate transformation, you see a student respond to the model to the surroundings the physical plant all of it the variety of offerings the sports the arts as you've mentioned which are so dear dearly important to me and my family um, but when you watch those kids walk across the stage with the pride that they have in clayton bradley and then you see them come back for homecoming you see them come back for commencement um, and you hear their stories about how their preparation at CBA has made the transition to college life much, much easier. Uh, That's a source of pride for me because that's what it starts with. We're here to educate kids. We're here to take a student and turn them around and hopefully send them into the world better than they might otherwise have been. The second thing, and I'll keep this list to two because I could go on and on about the (laughs) things I'm proud about. Um, I'm really proud about the economic impact of this school in the community. And I want to make a point about that because I think we were the victims of some unfair um, commentary, if you will, during the charter school effort and to at this point to be able to say that we employ nearly 100 people in jobs that were not in Blunt County before we opened the school that we have nearly 500 kids in our schools many of whom come in from other counties so we're not bleeding students away from any particular school system and we're generating an economic impact in terms of income and jobs and education that simply wasn't there before that's an incredibly uh prideful for me and the rest of the board we can walk into the chamber of commerce now and wear that cba logo on our shirt proudly we are viewed as a positive force in the community and that was a really important focus for us early on not because we had a chip on our shoulder but because we knew the truth and we knew what we were going to be able to accomplish and coming back around to the annual fund. We've only been able to do all of this because the school has been surrounded by support from donors from day one, from before day one. We didn't have a school 10 years ago. We had a grassy field off Pellissippi Parkway. We gave tours in the grass and, and convinced people that we were going to build something beautiful. And you look now, <laughs> at what's there, the people who are there, the buildings, the, the opportunities that the students have every day on that school campus. Uh, my goodness, I, I can't even imagine where we're gonna be 10 years from now. Uh, I probably shouldn't even try to dream because you all will continue to exceed even my wildest dreams.
0: It's a fun dream to try to have. I know that's one of the things that Kevin Clayton has uh, tasked us with at times when we're trying to make strategic plans of uh, you know, the the normal ones of, of you know, two years, five years. Uh, but I remember when he asked me, what is, what's your strategic plan for 10 years? And I'm going, you know, in education, there's a lot that happens in 10 years. <laughs> uh, and and it's a cool thing to be able to sit and look and say, if we've done this in 10 years, what could we do in the next 10 years? Um, it's really, the, the possibilities really are one of those of like, it's limitless, especially with the support that we have from, our sponsors from um, the families that come in and spawn and, and partner with us, from the the community that comes in and, and partners with us, we have some amazing partnerships. But it's still that that family environment here, that community uh, that you'll see on a Wednesday morning during family gathering, that you'll see at a family social. Uh, if you get to come to one of those events or a graduation, you can see it. it's a community and and uh, it's a family at times of, of our kids love each other and hate each other all at the same time. Um, and (laughs) you know, to, to, especially in a small community, you know, they know how to push each other's buttons, but they also are there for each other. You know, you see that sporting events, you know, we'll have a sporting event that at a normal public school, you know, a handful of students would show up at, and we're sitting there looking, we've got half of the high school over there sitting on the bleacher supporting, you know, the, the girls volleyball team as they're out on the court and they're cheering and, 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 celebrating and then also being there when they lose to, you know, have that same experience to say like, it wasn't just you lost on the court. Like we lost with you and we're, we've got you, you know, you're there um, to, through it all. So it's, it's a really cool environment. I truly do love coming to work every day. I'm not saying that just because you're the board chair, but I truly do love coming to work every day um, and getting to experience this environment. As we close out the podcast, is there any last words you'd like to to leave? No, just
1: come back and and, and and say, first of all, thank you and thank everybody in the school family for, for creating this amazing thing. But thank you in advance to everybody listening uh, for stepping up and owning this campaign. It's your campaign, make it good. Uh, any amount, um, please uh, just make that gift here in the annual fund and we guarantee that we will make good use of it at the school and the school will be amazing for another
0: 10 years. Awesome, thank you Don for taking time to sit down with us today. And we hope that uh, if you're listening that you get involved in the annual fund. This has been the Ignition Point, Clayton Bradley Academy's podcast, where every day we work with students to help them excel through critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and use of their lifelong guidelines and life skills. If you'd like to find out more about Clayton Bradley Academy, you can find us on the website, www.claytonbradleyacademy.org, or you can find us on social media platforms at CBA STEM or at Clayton Bradley Academy. We would love for you to partner with us, be that through the annual fund or in some other way. You can contact us through the website or through those social media sites as well. We hope that you have a wonderful day.